Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode. And today joining me is Silva Florence. Silva, you and I met recently at an event where I was speaking and you approached me and said, hey, I got this cool thing that happened in my (laughs) life. You told me a little bit about it and I thought, yes, I totally want to share that with my listeners. Absolutely. You've had some grand adventures, haven't you? Yeah, the the latest one was pretty awesome. Would you just lead us into that? Tell us your story. Maybe um, back up far enough to set the stage for it first, you know, the context. Because I've noticed this about a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Stuff happens. Yeah. Life isn't always pretty, right? Oh, my gosh. And sometimes the stuff that shows up for you is not what you had in mind, not what you had planned. Yep. And you can fold up in the corner and, you know, fetal position. (laughs) Or... You could you live can, on purpose. And ride your bike across the U.S. And ride your bike across the U.S. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's a little spoiler alert, but... I spoiled it. Tell us what led up to this first, and then uh, we'd love to hear about your adventure. Well, so first of all, I love to bike tour. So this isn't the first time that I've been on a bike tour, but it is my longest one and my, mm-hmm. long, and my only one on my own. So... I ended up riding across the United States solo. Solo, on a bicycle. Yes, yes. And uh, for a long time, I lived in a mountain town in Colorado, mm-hmm. which for a long time was wonderful and perfect, but then I kind of outgrew it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was married at the time. And my husband uh, did not outgrow it. It was basically his his perfect spot. Um, and, oh. and so I was struggling for a, a number of years with trying to be happy there. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it just turned out that we kind of grew apart and it was mm. time to go our separate ways. Um, and we actually ended up splitting up last winter mm-hmm. uh, in Southeast Asia on a bike tour. So I'm never one oh. apparently to do things um, halfway. So, so. All right. <laughs> and then, yeah, this kind of uh, had this time in between. After I quit my job, moved out of Dillon, got divorced. Um, and like you and I were talking about earlier, I have a, a love affair with Italy since 2009. So I had planned to um, get back there in the spring, mm-hmm. but I had a time in between. And uh, I didn't even understand exactly why I was going on this bike tour. I just knew that I had to do it and I wanted mm. to do it. And I kind of had the time. So, um, I decided to ride from Berkeley, California to uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Um, oh, on wow. My own. Yeah. Yeah. So. So this time, you kind of glossed over a number of fairly major changes that occurred. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, tumultuous year. A short period of time, and everything's different. Yeah. You quit your job. You went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is is in upheaval, basically. Yeah, we might say. 
I read an article just a couple of days ago, Silva, about how change can sometimes just knock people flat on their hind end. Mm-hmm. And other people, it's like an invitation to step up and do something that that might seem crazy. <laughs> I heard that a lot. Yeah? Yeah, people either said, wow, you're crazy, or like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. It was either one or the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably both. I can see that some of these changes that you described in your own life could have knocked you over. For sure. Could have taken you out of the game. And and in saying that, I mean, I see a lot of people who go through the these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I think we all do, right? I mean, look it's around. Part of life, right? It Stuff and happens. Flows and you can't really control what's going to happen sometimes. Turns out differently than you saw. Yeah. You know what What caught my attention when you approached me at that event is that there was, there was an energy, there was some, some vitality that kind of shows. I mean, you know how people kind of have a countenance and they just kind of radiate certain things. And, and it didn't strike me that, that you were taking a victim approach to life and, oh... My life sucks now because all of this stuff happened to me. But you use that as a catalyst to grab hold of or move forward with yeah, some true. things that, uh, that, that allow you to do what we call live on purpose here on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Noah, there's definitely um, during like the spring before I went on the bike tour, it was some pretty mm-hmm. like hard months trying to I'm sure work. I was working like two jobs, uh, trying to save enough, up enough money to move. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even sure really what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to go mm. to Italy first because I can't not. And mm. then I wanted to do this bike tour that kind of was like evolving while I was like in Italy mm-hmm. for the summer after I moved out of Dillon. But while I was in Dillon, I was working two jobs and I was trying to pack up all my stuff. It's going through the divorce. And it was definitely like, and I was exercising a lot because that's how I uh, de-stress. That's how you do deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I definitely saw at some points, like, I could either be, like, super bummed out. Mm. And, like, this is the, this is the part where people are, like... It's a choice point. I get... I'm going to maybe get bitter down the road, you know? Mm-hmm. And not be able to, like, let this go. Or I'm going to... I'm going to move down the road where I have now the chance to do what I want to do and like have some fun probably. And it's going to be hard, but I'm going to do it. And, uh, Mm. like that's the direction I'm going to go. Choice point. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it was like one exact moment. It was kind of just that period of time where I had to kind of choose over and over again, like, no, I'm not going down like the angry road. There's a pull. Yeah. Isn't there? It's easier. It's easier to be like angry, mad, like not take the high road. Right. You know? Right. That, that's a lot easier because it's less resistance that way, right? Kind mm. of. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember in the presentation I gave at that conference where I met you? Mm-hmm. I showed a picture of my son and I on a tr- on a steep, steep, steep trail. Yeah, I thought that looked awesome. <laughs> and you're like, where is that? I want to go on. And it's called the Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. Four and a half miles round trip on 
metal stairs, okay, up the shearage of a volcano. And there are places on the trail that are so steep. And I took one of those pictures and shared it with your group. Yeah, it's like day. straight up and down. It's like straight, it's like a ladder. Yeah. Right? It's like death and dismemberment or like pure awesomeness. Yeah. And interesting <laughs> how those things come in a package sometimes. But the, the, the point I made with that slide is what direction are we going if we lose hold? Default down. is down. And that's why it's easier to choose that victim path. And there's a pull, just like there's a pull from gravity when you're trying to climb a ladder or a set of stairs. Mm -hmm. There's a pull. It doesn't mean you should go that direction. In fact, elevation requires effort. It's true. And as you made this difficult choice, well, difficult, what's your alternative to rot away mm. in misery? Yeah, no. Right? You're like, no, I'm not <laughs> down for that, Dr. Pop. Come on. Uh, or to claim your opportunity for joy by choosing to do something that stretches you. You knew it would be hard. Maybe it's going to be fun and, and exhilarating as well. It's a package deal. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So what has this changed for you? Uh, well, I've always been one of those people who is kind of instinctively positive. So I got one up on some people mm. probably. Mm. <laughs> You've practiced positivity. I maybe so, but I kind of like the time that I spent in Dylan was, oh, it was a decade. Um, and I'm going to say probably at least half of which I was not very happy and mm. I was trying to be happy, but it was just not working for me. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, uh, like forgot how capable I am at stuff. So over the course of this last year and everything, I kind of got back to my gypsy roots, which I'm not like a person that stays in one place for too long usually. Mm -hmm. um, and I found my like empowerment again and remembered how I can really like solve most anything that comes my way if I mm -hmm. choose to. Um, and like just the sense of adventure and stuff. I just feel like I'm like back to my, my normal tricks, you know? But yes. I had to go through a lot of stuff to get there. And the bike trip was definitely like had to happen. So in the, a few minutes that we have before we take a little break here, highlight a few of the things that you learned in this, this trek, this grand adventure. Uh, about myself or about like our, our world? Or I love our that you went there first. <laughs> about myself? Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> Because we learn things about the world too, but I think the most profound things we learn are about ourselves mm -hmm. and maybe our connection to other people mm -hmm. and what people are really all about. But just highlight a few things. What did you pick up? Well, like we were talking about earlier, I really think that um, I relearned how to stop limiting myself, you know, and not, mm. and like just go for it, even though it's not like I was unafraid to ride my bike across the country alone, like as a woman right now. Yeah. But I was not willing to let fear or being afraid or the what if keep me from doing anything at all. Wow. Okay. This is powerful because fear, I think, is the number one barrier to success, happiness, joy. Yes, I would agree. Feeling fear doesn't mean you can't do it. But that's often where people stop. 
Oh, I can't do that. Well, why not? Because I'm afraid. Well, that doesn't mean that you can't. Yeah. I mean, I had so many conversations with people across the country, like mm-hmm. liberal, conservative, black, white, woman, man, everything, um, mm-hmm. saying like, wow, look at this thing that you're doing. Like, I wish I could have done X or I wish I could do X. And I would say like, well, why not? And they'd say, well, aren't you afraid? And I'd say, of what? Heck, yes, I am. And then they'd say, <laughs> you're the devil's advocate. <laughs> ah, ah. And I'd say, yeah, but I mean, really, there's probably a lot less to fear than we think there is. And it's such a, it's such a era of fear at the moment, too. So I think it compounds mm-hmm. whatever it is that you maybe thought you can't do anyways because you think that there's so much other stuff that's also going to like get in your way or or hurt you, or uh, make you even more afraid. Mm-hmm. But I guess the point is that like, you don't have to think like that. Or you can go out there and try anyways. And maybe, yeah, maybe you'll, yeah. Maybe you'll encounter an obstacle. I'm, you, no, I guarantee no. you'll encounter an obstacle. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, you, <laughs> I'm glad you retracted that, yeah. because I'm thinking, what, what maybe? <laughs> but like, at that point, then you figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. And then you probably learn something and you probably meet somebody really cool. Probably find a really awesome restaurant with some like super good gumbo Mm. or something. You just never know. I'm I'm picking up uh, both now and in our conversation prior to the show. um, The people that you encountered, that's a big part of what taught you some things about yourself and about the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just saw I saw people like I said I mean, I talked to people who just had so many regrets about the things they wanted to do or, or didn't get to do, you know? And so I know at least in a couple instances, I was able to maybe inspire somebody to do something that they didn't think they could do. Yeah. Um, or a lot of the time, it just made me really cognizant of the fact that I'm very fortunate to be able to do things like this. And I don't want to ever be in a place where I can't again. Yeah. I'm sure there is such a richness to everything that you learned and gained from this experience. We'll draw out some of those other uh, parts of this experience as we come back from this first break. So folks, this is Silva Florence at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Live On Purpose Radio with Silva Florence today. Probably you've heard her name. I mean, she is so famous now. Having trekked across the country solo on her bicycle, 
Yes, if you're in uh, small town America between uh, San Diego and St. Augustine, you probably saw you me go by. You may have seen her come to. You may have waved at her out there on the road. You may have been like, well, what is this crazy girl doing? Silva, the vast majority of the people you encountered were kind. In- extraordinarily. And kind. generous. Mm-hmm. And good. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. That is really great news. Yeah, I think... Uh, most people don't really realize that that people in America and in the world are good people, especially yeah. when you encounter them like one on one. And I'm sure it helped that I was arriving on a bicycle as a girl by myself, sometimes in like the rain or the wind mm. or the snow. But I mean, I had I had people that I didn't even know come up and say, do you need some water here? Have a burrito. These people in the middle of nowhere in Arizona gave me a burrito. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just what you wanted right then, I'm sure. I ate everything that came my way. So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, sure. A burrito. Yeah. This is part of where the fear is, because I think if we pay too much attention to the media, we hear an unfair representation of our human family. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and what most of the people are like. Are there people who will do stupid things and, you know, shoot up a school somewhere? Yeah. Of course, unfortunately. And yes. that gets all of the attention mm-hmm. in the media. But your experience, and maybe some of the fear at first was, oh, what if I run into yeah. <laughs> some problems with people, right? But Someone would ask me that every single day. The really? A, are you afraid question, and B, like, has anybody messed with you? People used to love or still love to ask me, did anybody mess with you? Uh-huh. No, nobody did. They didn't at all. So they it's not even so the majority. Wonderful. It was all of the people that you encountered were good to you. Yeah. What? Yeah. That is so cool. I mean, occasionally I'd be like at a truck stop filling up some water bottles or something and, you know, get some like interesting glances or have like yeah. a really interesting conversation or two, but... People were very, they were very kind. They were curious, you know, mm-hmm. they were like, what? I mean, I think part of the reason I love bike touring so much is that you are able to connect with other humans on like a different level. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what your background is or, or if you, you know, believe in God or not, or you're Republican or Democrat, cause you're kind of like a person mm-hmm. encountering a person and it kind of cuts through like some of these different barriers that people put up sometimes extra layers because the curiosity that they have about where are you from and why are you doing this and and who are you and what got you on a bicycle riding across the united Mm -hmm. states like definitely just trumps all the rest of it so it's pretty pretty amazing experience and you inspired people now you didn't you didn't set out to go on this inspirational epic sort of a quest no right but you did inspire people who wish that they maybe could have the courage to do something like what you're doing. The The thought I had, and I just want to see where, where you are with this, Silva. Sure. Um, when you went through the divorce and you quit your job and it's like, okay, my whole life, I'm just, boom, we're just changing directions here, right? The U-turn. What about those people who 
don't want to file for divorce, don't want to quit their job, but they're still feeling a little bit trapped in their... They don't have to completely dismantle their life to go do something courageous. But we get into a comfort zone sometimes. I guess I'm just kind of sharing with you some of the thoughts that I'm having about this. I don't think we have to wait for the crisis or for the complete U-turn to make some course corrections or some adjustments or to do something courageous. I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, um, I was somebody that was definitely craving a big change. So mm-hmm. probably I was more willing to like jump into the deep end than a lot of other people were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like when you realize that you're unhappy with something, mm-hmm. a lot of the time I think people and I have often wanted things to just change or like all of a sudden like something sure. good you know, you're waiting for like that, that good thing to come your way or something. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that I really think the only person that can do it is you. And that can, right. that can be very, that can be like kind of depressing. Like, oh no, I'm alone in this. Or it can be empowering. Like literally, you just figured it out, right? You just made the change. Mm-hmm. You just rebuilt your life. You just changed it from being crappy to being what you wanted and what's like enriching and fulfilling for you. Yeah. So who can't, who in their own lives doesn't have that choice at some point? Maybe you don't realize that you have that choice. Like, I don't think anyone is ever stuck. Period. It's an illusion, isn't it? Kind of. And and some people's circumstances are very difficult, right? Sure. You know, like you got kids or you got a mortgage or you have all this stuff that you, that are, you know, can seem like it's a big burden. Like you're trapped there and there's nothing you can do. Or debt. Mm-hmm. So many people in our country have so much crippling debt. And oh, I'm very yeah. fortunate that I, I don't have that, you know? But I think that there's always a way that you can change your situation, even minutely, to make it more mm-hmm. enriching to you. I think the key here is, is to do something courageous. Whatever that is. Yeah. And it might be different things for different people, right? Um, when, when you were talking about, you know, having some fear and doing it anyway, I think the fear defines the courage. Yeah. In other words, you can't have courage without fear. That's true. Right? You feel the fear and you do it anyway. Yeah. So sometimes that, that fear will lead us to at least considering something that that might enrich our life. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that we should, you know, without judgment, just go do anything that we're afraid of. No, because you have to to be aware, right? You have to be like aware of what's going on around you all the time. Well, and probably fear saves our skin. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an evolutionary response to, you know, back in the day when like the saber-toothed tiger was like Mm -hmm. chasing you through the tundra or whatever. Right. so, So it has its part in human evolution, but... I think that that we have a tendency to give it more power than we should. Oh, for sure. You know, and and to like uh-huh. give each other a chance too. Like we don't have to be so afraid of each other. So maybe one of our listeners is thinking, I'd kind of like to ride my bicycle across the United States. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Sure. Right? Yeah. Now, when I say why not, 
notice, dear listener, that your mind is going to come up with 15 reasons why not. Right? You might say, well, I've got this job and my family and yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. And without diminishing any of the importance of any of those things, those are the considerations that you get to handle. You got to handle that somehow. Yes. It doesn't mean you can't do it. But you handle the considerations and you do something courageous. And I think it opens up a whole new aspect of life. Because you never know like what's going to happen along the way, right? Right. So, And therefore, you don't know how it will change you mm-hmm. and what will come out of it. For sure, you're going to have opportunities to, to meet people and learn things and grow and develop. And whether you accomplish your objective or not, um, you're going to have some kind of rich life experience as you courageously move forward. I think it's like you will never regret doing X thing, mm-hmm. but you will re- probably regret not doing it. Mm. That is a really great point. I'm thinking of so so many people that I have interviewed um, where they would they would sound off a hearty amen to that. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, just a few examples. I, I interviewed a fellow who rode his bicycle to the South Pole. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's weird. That's awesome. You haven't taken that's that trek yet. a little too cold yet. for me. Well, but there's no such thing as too cold of weather. It's just inappropriate <laughs> clothing, right? That is so true. But I'm a wuss, so. But that, okay. So that's kind of weird, Right. Um, I interviewed someone who took up a new sport of Taekwondo at the age of 45. That's incredible. Um, cool. I, I, I'm a big fan of getting out of your comfort zone, stretching a little bit, having a courageous objective because of what that does to your life. And I want to reemphasize also, you don't have to wait Till the marriage falls apart, till the job disappears, till all of the other considerations are taken off of your plate in some way. You know, if someday, if um, things were just right in my life, then I would do this courageous thing. No, well, it's then you about, might be eighty. Handle the con- and if you're eighty, you can still do stuff. You can't start any younger. Yeah. So take it on. Right. Right. Do something courageous. Um, in fact, I know a guy in his eighties that went. Hang gliding for the first time. That guy is my hero. I mean, you hear these stories and it inspires you. Why? Because you wish that you had the courage to do it. So Silva's here today to say, do it. Yeah, I think you probably already do. You just haven't given yourself a chance. And it doesn't mean you don't feel fear. No, definitely I felt fear. It means you do feel fear and you're doing it anyway. You handle the considerations. Mm -hmm. And you might not need to quit your job, but you might need to take a month off to do whatever that thing is that you want to do. Hmm. Yeah. How are you going to pay for it? Well, that's a really great question. I got Get that question on a that. lot too. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> How are you paying for this? Are mm-hmm. you independently wealthy? I said, no, sir. I'm, I'm camping behind police stations every night. <laughs> <laughs> Find the safest place you can imagine. <laughs> and the cheapest. Yeah. But you're also finding that people are genuinely good and kind and helpful. Yes, very. Incredibly so. Which you realize more now than you did before you took the trek. 
I've always felt um, that I'm one of those people who believes most humans are mm-hmm. good, primarily good. So this just gave me all the evidence I ever needed. Well, you're what this psychologist likes to call pathologically positive. I know it's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which might irritate and annoy people. But you know what? If you don't like it, folks, tune into a different podcast because that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> Silva, what an honor to have you with me on my show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. People might want to follow you. How's the best way to do that? Where can they connect with Silva Florence? Um, I have a blog that I've had for almost a decade that kind of, uh, shows some of my adventures and things and it's uh, yes. the silvalining.com, <laughs> which I love. I've got it up <laughs> on my snarky on my laptop here. The Silva S Y L V A lining, the silvalining.com. This is your blog. This is Where my blog. You- post some of your grand adventures and things that you've learned from it. Yep. Um, If you leave me a comment down on one of the bottoms of the pages, I will see it and I will respond. And if you're uh, enamored of my writing, you can subscribe in the bottom right-hand corner and just uh, confirm it in your email. And maybe they could share with you some of the adventures they're having. I would love that. As a result of their courageous moves. We're all, we're all one big community. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, we are. If anybody has any aspirations to, to start bike touring, which a lot of people that I talked to did, and they didn't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. So I could help. You've got a little experience. I've been doing some. And you're off soon to your new adventure. Yes. Which is moving back to Italy for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there for the next year starting on the 29th of May. So in like a week. I'll yeah. Learning Italian and teaching English and riding my bike all over the place. and. Oh, wonderful. And keeping us up on your blog. Yep, I'll be blogging about it. Wonderful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, I hope like, like me you felt some inspiration here today um, to take some of those courageous steps handle the considerations let's upgrade our life and live on purpose sound good to you silva yeah apparently supposedly we only have one shot so we might as well go for it right it's the only one we know about yeah. so let's use it well let's do it awesome it's time for all of us now go live on purpose <laughs>